Hi, 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 hi. Welcome to Creative Block. We're your hosts, Gene. And V. We interview people in the animation industry about their life, work, and hobbies while we doodle jam. We asked people on Twitter if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drawing prompts. And today with us, we have Louis Ong. That's me. Yay. You guys are so professional with the intro. We have practiced. Oh, good. <laughs> I made Gene write it because I was like, wow. I cannot come up with this on the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not very good at just like coming up with something professional sounding, but that was good. No, neither can I. Yeah, this is all, it's all <laughs> smoke and mirrors. We're, we're, we're taking a peek behind the curtain here. Yeah, we have to cut all this out so that people don't realize. Ah, very well then. All right, cool. So yeah, we got Louis Zong with us. Artist, musician. Storyboarder, animator. Storyboard, yeah. Uh, you name it, he does it. He's to a degree incredible. Oh, you're you're an animator. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. We're very yeah, delighted. But I, I I checked out some of the early episodes. I was like, this is fun, and I really like because I feel like I haven't seen a show with the drawing at the same time as much as this. So this is good. Yeah, yeah. and this is quarantine friendly because it's just yeah. like only looking at a screen. Yeah. But enough about our podcast and more about you, Louis. <laughs> very well. Very smooth. Uh, <laughs> Let's ask you about that moment, like when you decided to, I guess, to go into animation, but you have so much more to say. Yeah, just art in general, I guess. Yeah. So I would say just kind of run us through how you were drawing or how you were doing art as a kid and kind of like uh, your life in high school and then in college and <laughs> all that jazz. The whole life story. Yes. Yeah. yeah um, I mean... I feel like as most kids, I'm just like always been fascinated by cartoons and I was the sort who would like watch a Spongebob episode and be like, look at the credits in the beginning and be like, who boarded this one? Like a huh. nerd. As a kid? Yeah, that that's interesting. Like as like a, you know, well, not a little, little kid, but like as a kid, nine, 10, I would be like, cause I, I, cause I would be like, these ones are funnier than, or whatever, you know? But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've always just been interested in cartoons, wanted to draw, drew like, silly animals and stuff as a kid and like my parents have copies of like drawings of chickens and and uh i watched a lot of ed and eddie which was a big inspiration for me to start oh. doing cartoons classic yeah yeah that's a great show yeah i feel like i still look back on that every now and then and just think about how i don't know the possibilities of animation were were huge and so i just like um, decided to continue following that. Boy, it is hard to draw. I can't draw and talk at the same time. It's hard. It's totally... It's, <laughs> what on earth? I'm, like, blanking. It's totally okay, and that's why Gina and I are, like, also here, so we can, like, draw while you talk. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Let me see if I can draw Ed and Eddie. I, I can't... I think about them as I can never really draw them because they're so fucking wonky, but... <laughs> pretty wonky. I've drawn Ed before, like, recently for that, like, six characters thing, <laughs> and, oh. uh... That was that was fun. That's pretty good. You got it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I I like that you were into cartoony, like really cartoony stuff, like in terms of like your first kind of like influences, because you said Ed yeah. and Eddie and SpongeBob, which are like yeah. I was always into like the goofier stuff. You know, I've, I'm like a kind of a latecomer to say anime or more dramatic adult, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 sure. I'm like a latecomer to that in terms of, I feel like, typical influences in animation. Yeah, that's fine. Which is great because yeah. we've had a lot of- <laughs> We're all animators. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, it's, it's like, I love it now, but as a kid, I was like primarily focused on the goofy stuff. So I, I had always done it. I just drew on, you know, 
the school assignments and syllabuses and stuff as a kid, as every as, as every kid does, I feel like to a degree. Totally. But um, I was mostly pushed to do like science and math and stuff as a kid, just because mm-hmm. that's kind of like where Asian parents are at generally, you know, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've heard that. The thing about it is that I do not mind doing that stuff. Like, I always thought that it, it's, and I still want to keep like an interest in that now. But it's just not what I excel at. So. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I assume you also just enjoy the, you definitely clearly enjoy the creative process, so. Yeah, I'm much more (laughs) this sort of thinker than like a rigorous scientific thinker, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. And I feel like, you know, a possible avenue for future interesting things in animation would be like trying to incorporate that into it at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's definitely something that I want to talk about more later. What are some of your like earliest artistic endeavors that you did like maybe in school maybe even before college if you had any like artistic yeah i mean i was mostly just like your regular obvious like, like i got my first graphics tablet in like high school yeah just like a on a whim like one of those 60 dollar bamboo not bamboo. it was sure. before bamboo it was it was a graphire or whatever and i just like my mom's work had a copy of flash 5 from like 2000 Yes. The most busted. Yes. Non-functional <laughs> version. Well, that's not true because the new ones. Well, anyway. Yeah, the new one's the worst. <laughs> very clear. <laughs> well, the new ones, but I, I got that, and I just was would mess around with like you know your typical stick figure <laughs> type animations yeah. and those like shao shao stick figure fights. Yeah, exactly. Were they fighting? I was all over Newgrounds and stuff. Oh, you yeah. were posting on Newgrounds? There may even still be stuff from me on Newgrounds. I do not know. <laughs> really? Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Interesting. You know how I've done like the ghost cartoons in the recent yeah. times? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had a Halloween cartoon on Newgrounds in like tw- 2007 or something that like had a ghost in it that like yelled at a guy. So like, oh, I guess that's maybe even a, a constant brand. of my stuff. But... Yeah, it's a, it's your brand, Ghost. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. And then I was on DeviantArt. <laughs> so I was on DeviantArt. I deleted it recently because I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's all pretty bad. I keep mine up for posterity and like, I like linking people to it and, and getting the cringe reaction. Cause... Sure. Yeah. I, I have done that on, on many an occasion. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, so what was your journey towards like becoming an animator or just an artist? Did you go to art school? No, so uh, following in the you know the pattern of trying to do like sciencey stuff, I went to uh, Tufts University in Boston, which is a good liberal arts school overall. And I uh, decided to well, I decided I would do some sort of engineering because I felt like like I didn't want to be a lawyer or a doctor or a, so engineers seemed pretty good. And I'm interested in like you know building things. Right. However, that wasn't for me. I was a civil engineer, and you know examining concrete and stuff is just not for me <laughs> and halfway, it was halfway through college that i still drawing on the side i like got an internship at a boston studio called cloud kid oh yeah. what they do yeah yeah they were doing like stuff for pbs they were just doing random like flash shorts and stuff and i was like after i got that gig i was like you know what maybe i could do this for a living so halfway through college i like pivoted in my like mind and i was just like half-assing engineering while <laughs> Uh-huh. while like trying to actually pursue more like make a portfolio and stuff and oh wow eventually that like led up to where i am today i don't know like i feel like it's kind of a i don't know it was a hard pivot but worked out i guess I don't know. how did you make your portfolio like did you have like friends that were into art or did you look it up online or like how did you have like a good idea what to put in a portfolio and like how did you apply your rim with that portfolio i guess well okay 
I have to credit to, to, to Tumblr, which you can't credit, you know, too many good things to Tumblr, but I can credit, <laughs> but I can credit, like, not really inspiration of drawing and making a lot of stuff from Tumblr, because I was, like, I think midway through sophomore year or something, and I decided to make a, like, a everyday Tumblr. You know, like, how people would do, like, yeah, a project yeah. of everyday drawing, and I was like, you know what, this sounds like a thing for me, and I did, and I did stick to it for a long time, and improved a lot in a short span of time and it was just that yeah. kind of thing that like made me be like perhaps i remember yeah because like, that was like your username everyday louis and i remember following yeah every that's where everyday louis came from yeah 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 i gotta say like i think out of all of those attempts you it, it's amazing how far you and i to me i still feel like you post every day like i'm sure to you like <laughs> you've probably taken time off and skip days but it's like i mean it's basically every day like you'll post <laughs> <laughs> something and it's like it's insane i don't know i i wanted to ask you about like how you i guess how you find the time but even more so just like the drive because as much as i wish i could post something every day i just don't have it in me and so clearly there's like something that's driving you to do that and i'm curious about that um i mean i get this a lot and i'm not exactly sure what it is it's just that like yeah a desire to but it's also well, I gotta say it's that it's partly because, I don't know, being interested in trying, wanting to try out a lot of different things really, like, motivates me. Like, getting to try to make something in a medium that I'm not necessarily pro at or... Which is why recently I've been, like, not doing so much straight up, like, painting like I used to do and more, like, sometimes I'll do a random 3D thing or sometimes I'll do a sure, piece of music. Yeah. And having the variety, I think, really enables me to, like, keep a motivational, like... Cause I don't know, the more different aspects of stuff that I learned, I feel like the more I can synthesize them into something that is, like, the true vision of, like, what I wanted to make, you know? That's great. That's a great, yeah, that's interesting. Honestly, yeah, that's something that I was gonna say. I love, like, the variety of stuff that you do. Like, you, you can you can do it all. Like, you can do, like, actual rendered paintings, kind of, like, almost, yeah. like, renaissance type, but also you can make mm, those, like, well. crazy, <laughs> indie, gritty, like, pixely things that are so cool. It's oh. like, and I, and I guess, like, yeah, like you were saying, just, like, being curious and wanting to try out all those new different mediums is, yeah, what kind of... It goes a long way. I mean, I yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that's something that you can really like teach or um, like, I think you, there's something in you. Like for, there's definitely some something in you that pushes you forward to, to keep at it. And that's great. Like there's a reason why you are where you are and why you have like the following you do. To be, to be fair, also part of it is because I'm like a shut in and <laughs> don't like, I've never <laughs> been much of a person to like go out and like try to seek out. Like that's not entirely true. Like I like to have new experiences and like, you know, I sure. exploring and stuff, but in terms of like, I don't know, basic. You're not a partier. View of the world. I, I prefer to just be like chilling in my room, just making a thing or whatever. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> but you know, but even that, like, I especially, especially now, we're all shut-ins, and so. Uh, yeah, that's true. You're you're equipped <laughs> for that, which is great. Like you've all us. Well, I don't even know if I'm an introvert, but it seems like all the introverts were like ready for a quarantine. They were, yeah, <laughs> some people have done better than others. They're like, finally, our time has come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting. And like, I just feel like you have a gift for like improvisation and it comes through in everything you do. Whereas personally, like I tend to overthink things. I, I worry too much about polish. And V, you have this too. And I feel like you both have a gift of just like putting stuff out there and not worrying about if it's perfect or how, like how the reaction, what the reaction is going to be or how people are going to perceive it. And like, that's, that's cool. That's admirable. I wish. Louis more than me though. Like Louis, like, I feel like I, what I think is so cool is like, 
with what you put out is you're always trying out a new different thing, but also with your music. Like I like you do all these different genre in music. Like I don't think there's a genre you haven't done. <laughs> yeah, like is there? <laughs> Maybe like metal, I guess. But... <laughs> do it. I want to hear. <laughs> I, I I want to though. I think that'd be fun. I just need to figure out how to. <laughs> make that I'd... i'll do vocals for you i mean that'd be that would be rad yeah let's do it i'm 100 percent serious uh, well yeah i mean i kind of want to get back also to like because you were saying how you went to college and did civil engineering and you did this internship and then you had this portfolio you started putting together by doing like a piece a day and kind of like how did you get get your first gig in the industry like how like who did you reach out to and what was the gig? Well, once again, I have to credit Tumblr with it. Mm -hmm. I was living in San Francisco after college, just like doing random freelance and commissions and stuff. And um, I think I must have applied on the Cartoon Network. Oh, no. You know what happened? Okay. I, I, I skipped over an important detail is, Gene, you, you, pitched, you pitched Planet Panic and you've done all sorts of development type stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like in college... I, like, flew out to L.A. for, like, less than a day to, like, pitch to the when they were doing the shorts thing and Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was there for a second, and I met some people, including, Phil, like, Phil Rinda yeah, yeah. and stuff. But, like, I, I mean, nothing came of it, but I got referred over to Cartoon Network because I think they felt bad for me for being in L.A. for absolutely, like, no time at all. <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> sure. I, like, walked over to Cartoon Network. I remember walking over that bridge that goes, and I was like, this is surreal. Like, I never thought I would be here you know and um yeah I, I had that experience too. really yeah i'll talk yeah yeah I, I i never well i i was very honored and happy to be like even in this area but then i went to cartoon network and i met with some i don't remember who i remember someone there and like weeks later months later even possibly i got an email from um from carrie who was the producer on we bear bears at the time mm -hmm. and she was like some of our artists know your stuff on Tumblr. Would you like to test for some positions? Uh -huh. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Just like losing it. And um, I think I did like four different tests for four different positions. <laughs> like, Oh, really? Wow. Holy shit. Okay. Like, did you remember which positions? I did background paint. I did prop design. I did character design. And I did a board test too. I think I did all of them. Oh, wow. That's like unheard of. I don't know. I don't, I don't hear that very often. <laughs> It's like, they really wanted you. They were like, no. Yeah, they really wanted you. Yeah, like no matter what it is. They were just also staffing up, I guess, and I, I didn't right. know, I didn't really know what I was doing on like any of them. And I looked, I have the tests still for those, and I was like, oof, these are rough. Yeah, the tests are always hard. Yeah, and I look back at them, and I'm like, jeez. Yeah. But I, they must have liked something in the the board test because that's what I got called back for later. And I remember I was in front of the California Academy of Sciences, and I was mm. got the call from Carrie, and I was like. Holy shit, I'm going to LA! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Since then, I guess it's just been going from... I was on Bears for most of the time, so I guess, like, that's, like, my primary, primary experience, but... Yeah, well, you're a very good fit for that show. Like, that that seems like a... Per... Like, when I think of We Bear Bears, I think of you. I don't know how that makes you feel, oh. but... Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I associate you strongly with that show. Huh. And, uh, yeah, we've actually played a little bit. We jammed once, and... We did, yeah. I remember that. At Nick, yeah. And man, you're, I was going to ask you about your music because like, you're like a jazz pianist. Like you just, <laughs> you were just like busting out these like crazy piano melodies while I was just like sloppily playing on drums. Oh, come and on. did you, did you study music at all? Or was this all like self-taught? I, I was classically piano trained for a long time. So since I was like, you know, eight or nine, I think I had been um, studying classical piano pretty intently. But once I joined college, I 
like joined a big band and that was like a big wide like world opening thing of like jazz so like before i was in college i was like didn't know music i like didn't know how to make music on my own i just like would read oh but but you you learned how to actually play it so you had like that reading and playing side. i had the like the technical i guess like i could do scales and stuff you know mm. right but um when i joined jazz band and i like started listening to it i was like oh and then i started digging into it more and being in that band and in like various bands throughout college with like mostly the same people from the jazz band just like little offshoots and stuff right just to like jam really like brought me to where i am today i guess that's awesome loads of shows all around boston there's they're still going that band that i was in we were called american symphony of soul oh yeah yeah we went by the acronym ass so we're just like <laughs> when's ass practice or when's that ass show <laughs> that's funny that's, that's yeah. great man yeah you've done a lot like yeah i just i don't know how <laughs> i don't i don't understand <laughs> yeah well i was gonna i wonder like how much of your free time do you feel like you dedicate to just like video games <laughs> and just like <laughs> like watching stuff because i just i feel like you must always be working on something like you're always plugged in this is a big change for me i feel like just you know in the past couple of years but i used to just be making stuff all the time and i like didn't watch stuff like right. i was pretty un I don't know uncultured is the word maybe in terms of just like popular culture yeah, yeah whatever like it's... big music big movies I just didn't know much of that stuff but it was it's been recently that I've been like trying to like actively chill out more so yeah. I have been watching stuff I have been listening to other stuff I've been like reading stuff and um in that sense I feel like I've actually like improved a lot just like mentally as like not so sheltered you know but mm. sure 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 what would you say was like the motivation for you to be like all right like i know how to make stuff now i want to like open up to other like big entertainment medium yeah um i don't know it's it's just kind of been like burnout and realizing that like doing the everyday tumblr stuff was like not necessary like i feel like it wasn't filling me in the same way anymore i see yeah. I mean, video games Video games have always been a part of my life. So, like, I've always been a Nintendo, you know, fanboy, I guess. So, ever since I was a kid. So, that was all, that's always been a huge inspiration. So, like, a lot of my earlier, like, stuff is just straight up, like, me just trying to be that guy. You know, like, the Super Mario Galaxy concept art, you know? like Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that video games are a big, like, clearly a part of your influence. I mean, you do stuff, like, homages all the time. Yeah. But just thinking and comparing myself, like, I feel like I, I waste so much time just <laughs> playing bullshit that I don't even like. I'm trying to fix that. I don't know if it's, like, wasting time or just, like, just trying to wind down. Because, like, these days I'm just, like, finished work and I played Breath of the Wild for a while again or something, nice. you know? like. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having that balance is good, but I, I think... think so. I think you did it right, though. I mean, you while you have that youthful energy, you were <laughs> you were grinding, you were hustling, you were you know. Putting I guess so. Yeah, and it's it's crazy watching your like following grow because when I first started talking to you on Twitter, when I first like found you, I mean, you had not that many followers. You know, like it was still a good amount, but now I sure. mean, I don't even know what your following is at, but it's insane. And like, I don't know what's that either. It's yeah, it's it's been really weird because it's that thing has happened where like people are I don't think see you as a just a regular ass person anymore <laughs> yeah, <wow. laughs> which i've never not just done i feel like like i feel like i've always just kind of been the same on twitter and right. somehow this has happened but i don't know <laughs> well it's consistency i mean that's yeah consistency i guess is part of it consistency is huge and like and i actually scrolled through something that i appreciate is like in preparation for this like i was just going through your stuff and and you really don't like retweet a lot like pretty much everything you post is your own work and i think that 
helps. I think it's nice to have like, like if when I go to your art page, whatever it is, it's your stuff. And so there's sort of a nice like consistency there. And it, yeah, I, don't, I hate to call it a brand because it's not, but um, you know, it's, I, I see, I see, I see what you mean though. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I guess I generally do try to keep it like if you scroll on my thing, it's like you mostly just see what I've done because that's how I like it. I kind of use portfolio like Twitter as the portfolio now. Like oh, I have a portfolio website, but yeah, it's kind of just where I. I also like a lot of people have a lot of thoughts and things. And I do have these thoughts, but I just don't put them on my. <laughs> that's smart. That's that's smart. I I yeah. Like I wish more people. This is something that I any any to anybody that's listening, I want to impart this advice, and that's <laughs> like just like don't spout every fucking thought and opinion you have onto the internet like no one needs to hear it and most of the time <laughs> like you don't need to say it and so it's just like what especially when you're young and trying to get a job and you're, yeah. you're trying to like just get a name That's for true. yourself like my god post more art stop like yelling about shit stop yeah. posting hot takes but it feels good though i think i think if people can <laughs> yell about stuff in like a space that is for that and i guess twitter is kind of that but yeah. it's um yeah. i don't know I, I, I think it's like fair to have He's about the world. I guess it's just not what I use Twitter for, I guess is all. Yeah. No, there's a balance. You know? It's everything is a balance. It's a balance, yeah. I, I go on Twitter's for artists. Like I'll find a piece that somebody retweeted and I'm like, oh, this artist looks good. And then I'll look on their Twitter and it's all retweets of other people's art and then sure. just like hot takes. And I'm like, well, I don't <laughs> I don't want to sign up for this. Like sure. You know? And so that hurts I think I think that hurts people's chances of getting noticed and getting like the right people looking at their art. I, I do like retweeting other people's art though because I feel like something I kind of relate to what you said, Louis, like earlier when you said that you needed to kind of rejuvenate by looking at yeah like listening to to like music or like watching more movies and all that. And I feel like for me, uh, retweeting other people's art is a way to be like, Oh, I wanna, I wanna kind of keep an eye on this kind of art, or like, cause that's totally fair, yeah. Because sometimes I feel like it's easy to get caught up in like the circle of yourself, you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make my things, and then like it feels almost like uh, I'm, I'm not growing anymore because I'm only right. looking at what I'm doing, and and when yeah. retweeting like other people's art uh, or like following other artists. Um, like it, it's like exciting because all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, like a whole different world is like right there. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that was a thought. No, you're right. I mean, I'll I'll die on that hill though. Like I think that <laughs> I think that I think when you're secure in your career or following more or less, you know, whatever it may be, like absolutely, and like it's it helps to promote other people and yeah, and just kind of be yourself. But, but when you're trying to like get your foot in the door, like you got to be very you got to be focused, you know, and like, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's complicated. Yeah, there's, a, there's a definitely a balance because I will retweet stuff that I think is just like, I like just want to think about. Like sometimes I'll see an artist, I'm like, I just want to see this sometimes think about it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I do that. But like that, I don't know, doesn't strike me 100% of the time. So like, you know, I do it when I feel that it's appropriate. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. I, I agree with that. I feel like also like I and I was also I was only just talking about myself. I wasn't saying like, this is what everybody should be doing. Sure, sure. But yeah, sometimes also it's like a nice way for me to kind of like play the algorithm because I'm like, if I like more art and retweet art, Twitter is gonna push the art <laughs> all the way up the timeline. <laughs> so 
Supposedly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, I pretend that I understand how AI works. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, gave, I gave up. I think consistency, I think what Louis does is, is good. I think consistency and I think, man, just like a good vibe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think... Yeah, good I, I don't know. That's what my goal is usually with making stuff is just to make people be like, that's nice. I had a, yeah. I, I feel better because of this. And that's that's like my ultimate goal, really, with like music and art is just to be like, you feel better because you you saw something or heard something. You know, Definitely. I don't know. No, I that's think all. that's admirable. I really appreciate that. About like, I, yeah. Also, when I was like preparing for the podcast, I just kind of scrolled through your timeline and I was like, this is so nice. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like this is a happy place. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be more happy places on the internet. Everyone's <laughs> pissed off and angry, and it's like you can't escape it anymore. And so, like, right. I I think it's good to provide that for people. But yeah, well, tell us about, oh, what are you going to say, V? Oh, I was just going to like bring it back to kind of like the career segment where it's yeah. like, so you went on Bears. Uh, that's actually really funny because I remember like I I met you, I think, for the first time when you were on Bears when I was on Craig of the Creek. And I was just yeah, like, that's right. I was like, the first time I ever visited Cartoon Network, I knew you were uh, on the floor. And I was just like, oh, I should say hi, but I'm too shy. So I, I did <laughs> That's it. how I felt about a lot of people when I started working at Cartoon Network. I was like, I know these people from online and I don't, I'm too scared to say hi. <laughs> and then you realize everybody just wants to talk. But Everyone's it's awkward, true. yeah. yeah. It's true. Everyone's kind of awkward and we're all just here to have a good time. And sometimes <laughs> we should just hang out, I guess. That's how I like met a lot of people is just being like, do you want to just talk or get coffee or jam or something? That's how I met Jeff Liu, who was like, oh, yeah. wonderful wonderful friend jam partner yeah. but it's just i just messaged him on twitter when i was like i know you're over in the other building Do you want to jam? So <laughs> all the way in the other building <laughs> yeah yeah that's good and i was gonna bring it to so how long did you stay on bears and kind of what did you do after bears and kind of like what prompted you to um move on to a new project yeah um bears was a weirdly long-lived gig i was on that for like four or five years which is i feel like very long for an animation project yeah. mm. and i was very grateful about that because it was by the end of it i felt like i had like i could kind of do whatever i wanted which wasn't true at the beginning but like by the end daniel chong who's the creator was just like yeah when we give you an episode you can just kind of have mostly free reign and i was like this is wild mm -hmm. and so i'm really happy or thankful i didn't realize that i wanted to do boarding when i started animation because i was like oh this is like not my normal skills get like i usually just like to, to paint or whatever but i ended up really enjoying like the creative aspect and decisions and the writing of bears which was a board driven show right so i was on there for like yeah four or five years and when the movie happened like that was the end of bears as a series and there's a spin-off coming for the baby bears right. mm. but i was like you know what it's time to move on i've drawn these potatoes enough <laughs> yeah. yeah they are potatoes there can you talk about what you moved on to after or is that yeah um it's been announced so i, I moved on to centaur world and netflix and right. um it's not coming out till I think next year, possibly even the year after, but it's amazing. It is maybe my favorite animated show of the past decade. Damn. It's so good and everyone's going to really like it. It's like beautiful and heartfelt and stupid and fun and it's like what a cartoon should be. So yeah. that's what I moved on to after. I was on there, but it was it's a short project. It was only two seasons because it was a finite it was like a finite run. It was right. like, had a finite story that I wanted to tell. Mm -hmm. So now I'm uh, moved on to background painting at Netflix for another show, which is unannounced ending. So. Sure. Okay. That's so cool. Like, how is it for you transitioning from boards to VG paint? It was weird. It's like very strange. Oh, yeah? Because I don't know, like the atmosphere is different. And also, like, I feel for the 
the art team now, man. Yeah, <laughs> hard. Like I used to just put whatever the hell on a board. And now I'm like, now, you know, I gotta make sure I don't want to be that person who makes you draw like 10 angles in the same room. Because <laughs> I've had to do that. It sucks. Does it get boring? Does it get boring, you guys? Because you both have done this. Yes. I guess that's true, because you've done, like, design stuff, right, Gene? I so. started, yeah, uh, I was on Loud House for, yeah, for four years, and uh, four and a half years, and yeah, man. I mean, Loud House was a pretty uh, efficient show, unless V was boarding, and then it was... <laughs> I can't believe oh, you said that. I actually wow. kept my BG count pretty low. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was more than one occasion where I had to do, like, a three-point perspective, like, low-angle view <laughs> of an existing background just because V was uh, like, I think this would be more dynamic. It's Loud House. <laughs> wow. I allowed myself like maybe like three of these shots per episode. It was a okay. I know I was <laughs> supposed to use none, but I was like, come on, just give me three. I, I didn't I didn't mind because honestly most of the time it was so stiff. Like it's sure. not and my job was just doing fixes to things that already existed or I was basically like a revisionist background designer, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't do a lot of key backgrounds, but mm. so yeah, they would throw those to me because it's it was usually like an existing thing. And it's like, V drew this in three point perspective. He drew it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, <laughs> I guess. But that was, you know, I got good at perspective. And so it's, uh, it's I mean, that's, that's valuable. Yeah, yeah, it's a different skill set that I now have. I like to um, say that I'm Gene's mentor. <laughs> That is, that is oh, the wow. most untrue statement that anyone has ever said. I know, that's why I say it. It makes me so irrationally angry every time. <laughs> Jesus. So wrong. But uh, but what about you, Louis? Like, your specific perspective on that, too. Like, you're, you're painting, right? You're... Yeah, yeah, I'm painting. I'm not designing yet. Mm. I don't know. It's, like, it's been really fun, but it is, like, just a little mind-numbing sometimes, you know? I don't know. I see. But it's... It's different. Yeah, it's just different. And I, I really value the, like, like, Centaur World was a script-driven show, but we still had loads of, like, creative control, and I am not a person who does, like, super polished stuff. I've just realized this about myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I prefer to go loose. Oh my god, I relate to that so much. Yeah, just do whatever. <laughs> so, in this way, boarding works out better for me. That's funny, I'm the exact, like, I'm the opposite. You guys both have such a good, like, looseness to what you do, and I can't, like, even this, this podcast has been good because I can turn that off a little bit, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm trying to get better at being comfortable with just, like, my, yeah, with, like, rough work, but. I don't know, like, for some reason, for, with me, it's like, I, I mean, when I was a kid, my dad would, would, would often say that I was lazy and I thought like oh maybe he's right maybe I am lazy it's just that I don't like taking like I just like getting ideas out I'm not like really into like like finicking like I'm me just, too yeah I'm just like here's what I thought that's it that's cool yeah 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 I mean I think it's just a different way of thinking and like uh depending on the job you're doing that's that's great I think background design requires a lot of polish yeah you know, so. i cannot do background design that's like yeah far too much like detail work for me which is i just i i my mind doesn't work like that it works in broad strokes i guess so yeah yeah and paint is probably good for that because it can paint is good for that yeah. depending on the show but yeah well that's true it's depending on the show this show particularly is kind of like just big blocks of color which mostly works for oh me, that's so. great yeah uh, yeah cool. if i was actually like nit nitty gritty painting i think i would be having a worse time oh yeah let's uh i want to hear about what you feel like your big like your big three inspirations are for what you do like whether it's Ooh. influence you know visual influence or whatever like what sort of what sort of fuels you yeah let's see it's a big question it is i feel like it changes all the time 
I gotta say that there's one thing that I I don't know I know this is kind of not a specific answer but one thing that I value most about just like any kind of art is just like genuine or sincerity so it's like I do not like things that are trying to be something else or like they're they're at a layer above like ironic irony or something sure like it's got to be a thing that's like a pure expression of whatever person it is so like recently i've been watching jojo <laughs> which is like just the purest unfiltered mind spawn yeah of, you know or bad things from you know like home videos from the 90s or 2000s or like computer art from like GeoCities or whatever <laughs> like this stuff all makes me very happy because it's like so it's such a, a pure expression of like whatever this person's about and i used to feel like that i should make things that were like high arty or something you know like they were like I had a grand statement to say or something or like should be a fine but now i'm like it's about the genuineness of it anyway all that to say let's let's see let me think of actual like inspirations i mean like nintendo games yeah. i can't not say that because that's huge like paper mario oh yeah maybe specifically <laughs> like paper mario there's like i don't know it's just a genuine good well-written it's so good fun designed i don't know that's like a high ideal of, of something for me yeah definitely one that i think about a lot is the movie Only Yesterday. Interesting. Have you seen Only Yesterday? I, I, I don't remember. I haven't seen it. It's a Takahata, like, Ghibli movie. And I feel like it's very underrated in the canon of, of those. But I think about it all the time. <laughs> you should watch it. It's, like, a really good meditation on, like, I don't know, creativity. And it's really beautiful. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That it looks really nice. Is it on... Wait, let me check. Is it a, a, a Ghibli movie? It is, yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's probably on... Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I've been watching a bunch of uh, Ghibli over quarantine, but uh, I missed that one. What What is your favorite one? This is not my episode, Lily. Oh, all right. <laughs> anyway. We've already done my episode. I guess that's true. I'll like it away. That's that's my, that's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, and then the last thing I was going to say was... Um... Recently, I've just been reading a lot of Ursula K. Le Guin, who is a great science fiction writer oh, yeah. from the 70s on. And I've been mm -hmm. really inspired by like her whole worldview and kind of fantasy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I've heard good things. I've never I've never read anything myself, though. What is uh, what's like the earliest memory you have of something that really made you want to start drawing or um, working on stuff? The big one when I was a kid was my dad showed me Spirited Away. And okay. that was a big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. I tried to like, I like watched it once and I was like, holy shit. And then I like would not watch it over the course of the next years because I wanted to preserve the feeling that I had when I first saw it. I was like, so... That's interesting. Oh, I get that, yeah. though. Yeah, I would, be, I would be like, no, I can't use up the feeling for it. Yeah, I have to, like, yeah. ration it out. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I totally understand that. I There's definitely things that I have done that with. You don't want to, like, taint it yet. Like, I don't want to... Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want to analyze it yet. Let, yeah, let... I don't want to, like, see it when I'm, like, not feeling in the right moment or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's so funny, though. Yeah, that movie is powerful. Like, it, it yeah. there's something about it. Especially as a little kid, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, I think we're about the same age. And that, I think that's true. I, I, I saw that in theaters when it first came out, and uh, oh, well, yeah. it was crazy. It was really good. That's the only Ghibli movie that I have on Blu-ray like that. It doesn't mean anything to anybody, I guess, but I don't own a lot of Blu-rays. <laughs> uh, for context, I don't, own, I don't own a lot of Blu-rays, but that one I like, I had. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah, what other stuff? Is there, what is something recent that you, maybe some games that you enjoyed? Something that like... Sure, yeah. Recently, me and my partner got a PSVR, so we've been like, just loving VR. <laughs> me too! We're like going wild about it. What are you playing? We've just been playing like the regular ass job simulator 
Beat Saber, mm-hmm. like the early ones, because we just yeah. wanted to like do. But we've also got a lot of like horror ones lined up to play that I'm excited about. Oh man, I don't. I I'm scared. I have Resident Evil Seven sitting, and I don't. I don't want to touch it. It's. Like, I don't think I could do. Yeah. It's in a box across the room. I'm like <laughs> horror in VR. That's too scary. That's, that would be a lot. I think some of the ones we have are like kind of goofy. Like they're like a little more like okay. silly humor. So which is better. I uh, yeah, I borrowed it from a friend, and um, I, Astrobot is amazing. Astrobot. Astrobot, I've heard a lot of good things. Oh, about you gotta so play Astrobot. Yeah. It's like it, it's it's on the top of every like top ten list, and there's a reason why, because they I feel like they really like figured out the the hardware and like it's just so charming and you would I think you would like it. Like I feel like that Sweet. will will fit your aesthetic. Awesome. Yeah. And then I tried some other stuff like Iron Man VR, which is like a lot of a lot of uh, VR games are like tech demos. It feels like, or it's like that's that's kind of true from what we tried. Yeah, but yeah, it's still like fun it's... because it's like a new experience in quarantine. Totally. It's like you get to see something. Oh, new yeah. or something for just a second. There's one. There's one game that came out. Uh, a big franchise game. What is it? Halo or Justin got it, and and it's really good. Uh, I had my friend Max Collins come over, mm-hmm. and he like played it, and he was like, "This is the best game I've ever played." <laughs> <laughs> What game was it? I, I think it's Halo, but or if it's not Halo, what is it? It might not be on PSVR though. Not everything is on PSVR. Oh yeah, yeah it's on the Oculus. Okay. Oculus yeah. is cool. I'm eyeballing that Oculus Quest too, because like PSVR, I've realized is kind of jank. It is a little bit jank. It's true. It just doesn't work. Like I tried Super Hot, and it was just like not working, and so I, I got so frustrated. Yeah. Really? Okay. Because it doesn't have tracking inside the move controllers because they're like a decade old. It's so weird that they're just light. It's just light. I mean, I'll say this. For what it is, it works great. Like the, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, the headset tracking is like, I, I'm amazed. The headset tracking. Yeah, it, like it works pretty damn well, but the move controllers are dog shit. It's so bad. And it's like, <laughs> they. I don't even, because it's just a ball. I'm not sure how it tracks a ball. Yeah. So I don't like that. Like Iron Man didn't work that well. Uh, neither did super hot. All right. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to get into the more like a uh, goal uh, part of the podcast? Like sure. kind of like because we have like a bunch of questions that kind of like revolve around that for Louis that are like. Let's do it. Do you have like any goals artistically in terms of it? Can be either career or it could be also hobby. Like in terms of like what you want to do with your music or what you want to do with your art mm. and like if you have projects and all that. Yeah, I would love to make like a whole ass animated short that's like not just a goof for like 10 seconds that i like usually is the sort that i do mm-hmm. but like something with an actual i don't know that i spend a whole lot of time on my, my problem with a lot of projects especially these days i mean is like i don't have much long-term reach in terms of what i want to do i'm like i gotta make a thing and then i'm gonna make it over the, like a day or two right but i'd really like to make a whole short i've had like a couple ideas bounced around that i would just like to just maybe hunker down and make but We'll see when that happens. Yeah. And would you make like everything like the like obviously like story and boards, but also like animation and backgrounds and music and all that? Yeah, I would love to do like literally everything except for voices and stuff. I mean, you could. But except <laughs> yeah. for voices and stuff, which I'm definitely going to, you know, obviously get people further. Sure. Yeah, I've, I've had like a idea that was based on a short story I read that was about three giraffes who start a like a they like protest the zoo and they feign to be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And people come to the to zoo and they're like, what the hell is going on here? And then the, the giraffes like bust out or whatever. But like it was a really good short story that I read. Nice. That has a lot of like, I don't know. I'm just gonna take it direct from this from the short story. Like there's like a lot of funny dialogue and stuff. Well I feel like if anyone can do it, it's you like if you just chip away at it, you know? Yeah. I just don't have much focus for a long term thing. Like right now I'm working on my like 
the project that I'm long term right now that I'm working on is like my dumb album about Beatles that is in the style of the Beatles, which I thought was a goof. That's such a good, that's such a funny. Idea. I'm actually doing it now. So. Oh no, you're actually doing it. I'm like so excited to hear that. That's actually really <laughs> funny because I had like a pitch for a while, like uh, that I, I I pitched it, but it was super rough to like Mick about like it was called Bug Tenant and it was the story of a bug that like has the voice of an angel and he can play music really well. <laughs> But no one can, like, they don't want to sign him to a music deal because he's just a bug. <laughs> uh, no, just because he doesn't have an address. So he has to, like, live in a house to get an address to be signed on through the contract. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I feel like that reminds me of I mean, that. That's, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> that's the Beatle. <laughs> I like that. It's, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So another example of, like, where my, like, influences as a growing up teen and now adult is like, I never really listened to the Beatles as like a teen. I'm like aw ambiently aware of them and have heard a couple songs, but now I'm like deep in like listening to everything, just trying to embody the like sound of it. And I'm like, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up with them. Like my dad is a huge Beatles fan. So to me, it's like just like background noise for my life. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. You know? Sure. That makes sense. But they're great. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. My parents were never into music so much, like listening on their own time. So like, oh, I didn't really have any influence from my parents and like what I listened to. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I love that project. I, I can't wait to see what you do with that. <laughs> This is dumb. My problem is that I can't really sing, but... <laughs> That's kind of a long-term project, though, because, like, how many songs are you going to make? Oh, not not too many. Maybe, like, five or six, you know? It's not going to be crazy, but they're going to be, like, actually songs and not, like, jams like I usually do, so... Right. So awesome. So are you learning a little bit more about, like, the production side of it and, like, trying to actually, like, fine-tune it? Kind of, yeah. I'm, like, learning about, I don't know, techniques they used and, like... Their stereo mixing is always really crazy. Like they do weird stuff in both ears. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fun. They pretty much, they didn't really do stereo. It was just, what if we put one instrument on the left? Yeah, one <laughs> that's pretty much it. Which is fun, so I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's all sorts of instrument choices that I would... Like I using like sitar sounds and Mellotron oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh sure, yeah, you know? sure, It's fun. Yeah, that's probably all. Since we're talking about music, we have a question that's about like, do you have a favorite like band or like genre in terms of like music? Um, my favorite like genre is like jazz and funk. Like that's the stuff that mm -hmm. I first started listening to when I was like a teen. And it's like kind of the stuff that like, if I had to pick one genre to take with me to a desert island, like that would be it. Mm. Favorite band? It was Wolfpack for a while, but I kind of burned out on them. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know, all sorts of stuff. Are they, are they funk? Are you... Yeah, they're, they're like a funk band from like, you know, this decade, but they're like instrumental mostly. And they have like a kind of startup-y aesthetic, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they feel like millennials. They feel like millennials. <laughs> they feel yeah. like millennials. That's great. Um, who's your biggest influence when it comes to music? Since I guess we kind of like glossed over that, but I guess I I, well, I guess I don't have a biggest one because I really do feel like now at this point in my career as doing music, I like like and appreciate pretty much everything in every genre, like to a degree. So like it just really depends on the day, you know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like one day you're gonna feel like doing more of like this kind of genre. Yeah, I get in phases. I'm like. Now I'm in a 70s country mood, <laughs> and now I'm in a 2000s indie pop mood, you know? Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. We have also, like, how do you keep up with all your different hobbies and interests? Do you set time aside to practice each one of them? I do not. <laughs> I just kind of do them whenever I feel like it. <laughs> so sometimes I'll come back to Blender or Unity or something after, like, 
<laughs> six months of not having touched it and I'm like oh man I forgot everything <laughs> <laughs> is it is it hard for you to like pick up on like something that you, you kind of like left off uh, on or do you like kind of pick it up pretty fast again I feel like I pick it up okay it's 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 repeated this happening that eventually I just get more and more familiar but it goes slower for sure than if I would just sit down and like actually learn the thing from start to finish. But <laughs> I'm just kind of, I learned the pieces that I need for whatever I want to make. I guess maybe that's what I do with a lot of things is that I learn the thing that I need to do for the thing that I'm making and I'm not and nothing else. So I remember that for later, but then I have to learn like a ton of other stuff once I get back to that point. Oh, I see. So you're like, kind of like, you are kind of a project oriented in that regard. You're like, oh, I want, I have an idea that I want to make. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you know what you, yeah. Like if I'm doing a Unity game thing and I just want to make a thing flap across the screen when I push an X, like I, I Google the stuff and I figure out the unit interface that much. And then I make the thing and I put it out and then I'm like, goodbye, Unity, for a while. <laughs> That's amazing. That's crazy. That Yeah, I that takes a lot. I, I've tried to learn Unity and I've tried to just pick up other software and I get so burnt out so fast. Like I get so burnt, uh, bored that uh, I think it's crazy that you can like commit to it enough to a point to even put something out, you know? And usually it's like, it might not be polished, but it exists. Like it is. Yeah. And it's a step in my direction of, like, doing things. Yeah. Eventually, I will... Like, I feel like what what I know very well is, like, Photoshop and sure. FL Studio for music. Like, those are the things that I know really well and could probably figure out anything I wanted. Everything else is come and go, so... Sure. But being able to, like... Gra gra I guess it's, like, I don't set goals, but gradually over time, it's, like, I hope to just have the understanding to, like, be able to make what I need in them to make a project or something. That's awesome though. I like that you you have an idea and you're just kind of, and that the ideas that you usually have are kind of like small projects, right? Yeah. So that makes it like, that kind of creates a very strong structure for you to kind of like know where you're going and just get it done. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, I am project oriented in that way. It's, it's about, it's about making a fun thing. I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of shady, but I don't, learn at least art programs and stuff like for the sake of just learning i learned to like specifically make one thing yeah, but that's great like that's good i think that's probably the healthier way to go about it oh yeah i think i think for maybe software maybe this is the healthy way to do it i think for like the overall world i think it's better to learn the concepts and like not necessarily be like espousing them all the time but to learn like what you want to learn because of its because it's knowledge right <laughs> like sure but... sure 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 <laughs> no but i guess it's like i don't know i guess it depends on like how you look at knowledge like like your concept of it like i guess like any kind of like little break that you learn it's not like completely entirely gone in that's true you know no. it's yeah, still I mean, gonna be there somewhere you can still it'll, it'll probably come back faster the next time yeah, definitely. Dive into it. I wish I had more skills. <laughs> I like, I wish I knew Blender. It seems pretty easy to use. Everyone kind of is jumping on there. Blender's great. I think there's that Blender's community for like tutorials and just how many things you can learn just from like random YouTube videos for like almost anything on Blender is very powerful. Like, and it, sometimes I go the other way and I like see a tutorial for like how to make a shining object that's like glowing in Blender and I'm like, what could I make learning this knowledge? So instead, I just like try to fit the thing that I want to make to like what I just have learned. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever so. works. Yeah, whatever works. Um, I was there's like a question that I really like in all those questions. That's kind of like deep. Uh, yeah. how do you feel about people's expectations when it comes to your content? I think they're kind of referring to like your social media. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, 
it's it's been weird as stuff has gotten popular that like people expect a certain thing right so right 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 like people are surprised if i'm like in doing a stream of a game or something and they're and i swear or something which is like whack because i swear all the time yeah oh yeah you've become wholesome that's that's a like i'm i have like a weird wholesome internet presence when i'm like definitely not i feel like so (laughs) that's really funny but the thing is that for like what i want to put out online i guess it is so like you have every right to see like that's the thing that i yeah i I make because it is what i put out it's the energy you put out yeah it is like maybe someday i'll like but I do think that over time I've like just kind of gradually pushed my stuff from like cutesy colors and stuff to like slightly weirder. Like, I think so. Just yeah, I, I like those like latest things that you've been posting. They're like more like kind of like indie, like weird looking kind of yeah. Like that's cool. Yeah, like finding weird old three D software yeah. and trying to make a thing. You know, like that's more interesting to me now than making a just a classically beautiful. Which I don't know. There's value in everything. I actually sure, feel, sure. But yeah. it's what I'm interested in right now. It's funny, like, I've had more than one person tell me that I have such a, like, a positive presence on Twitter. And I, I, it's so funny to me because, like, I know that I'm a, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a very negative, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> grouchy person. But, like, I just, yeah, I, I feel like I don't want to put that out into the world. Like, the- Yeah, that's all, I guess, really, is I can think all sorts of <laughs> garbage, but. Yeah. Yeah, like, what I want to make is nice, though, overall, so. I like that. I think that's good. What else we got, V? We got... So there's a question that goes, any favorite, parenthesis, birds or flowers, parenthesis, and then it goes into artists or bands or genres. So I've already asked you about the artists or the (laughs) bands, but I guess if you want to talk about birds and flowers. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite bird... Well, I don't know if you guys do this, but it's like fun to like before I go to bed just like look at random animals so i feel like i do that a lot on wikipedia no i don't think like, that's something that that's <laughs> that is a very unique to you thing that's that's not true because i really? tweeted this and people do do well it. yeah okay i'm sure there are people yeah that do. i i think that's a very wholesome and great thing i love it you're wondering why you have a wholesome presence i mean overall yes like it is true like it is mostly an expression of what i, I like to look at pictures of animals before i go to bed yeah there's a lot of fucked up fucked up birds yeah there are <laughs> i like the more like primordial birds <laughs> like Ooh. the extinct giant moa which was like a bird that was as tall as like an elephant Whoa. oh that's cool are you like kind of what you're interested in with those kind of birds is it just that they look cool or is it also just kind of like the fantasy element that's kind of it's kind of both like it's kind of both i guess because it's like there's a lot of weird animals in the world that are like unique to only one location they have a particular weird primitive trait from like older lineages it's just like there's a lizard that has like a vestigial like third eye in its forehead. Like, Whoa. there's like some whack stuff that's in nature, and I feel like it makes me feel enriched to learn sure. about. Oh, that's cool. Now looking these birds up. These birds are fucking huge. <laughs> <They're very good. laughs> this is a dinosaur. Like this is. It's ba- yes. It's basically a dinosaur. <laughs> Dinosaurs are basically birds. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I. Uh... I have a bad habit of just doom scrolling, like a lot of people do, I think. Well, yeah, yeah I, 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 I mean, this year especially I have, but more than any other time. I think but... it's it's cool that you have something that you just kind of can do. I usually just go to TV tropes and start reading about, like, mm-hmm. big swords and media. <laughs> I mean, that's fun. I mean, no, no, well, that's fun in its own way. I like that. I guess so. But, uh, I don't know. But yeah, I like, the, I like looking up birds i like that that's (laughs) and uh do you also look up flowers since that's also part of the question i'm not so much of a botany person i don't know that as much about plants Mm. as i do about animals i feel like but 
plants are good. I like uh, I like carnivorous plants. <laughs> yeah, they have an edge to them. Yeah, they're a little, they're a little, oh. <laughs> little, little hardcore. <laughs> they're a little oh. Nintendo. Venus flytrap. <laughs> <laughs> what else? We have more favorite questions. So, what's your favorite kind of bread? Oh, bread. Yeah. Um, uh, just a good, just a really good sourdough is my favorite. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's a so, strong choice. Yeah. Very good yeah. choice. Favorite hot drink on a cold day. Ooh. Mm, probably just a, like a hot chocolate, really. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a, good. I'm not really a coffee person, so. That's a good one. Like what kind of milk? Oh, I don't know. Let's get, let's get in the details, yeah. <laughs> like this is, this is the barista section. <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of, kind of milk you drinking, bud. <laughs> I like, I like, see, I grew up in, well, I went to school in Boston and there's a really good place called Ellie Burdick's in Boston that has a hot chocolate that's basically just chocolate. Like yeah, it's, it's just like molten molten chocolate. And I always liked it for a cold winter morning in Boston. But you can't really I don't know. Sometimes I come to appreciate just a shitty Swiss miss and I like I just I can just I can appreciate that as well. Oh, that sounds that sounds good right now. If I uh if I I actually kinda wanna segue a little bit. So Boston, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know hundred percent. American geography, but Boston is East Coast, right? It is. Yes. So how was, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I just want to, you know, just in case we we'll say something really stupid. Sure. Uh, but like, how was it for you moving from the East Coast to the West Coast? Like, if you want to talk about it. It's pretty interesting, like, just different vibe wise. I do feel like I like fit in with California because I'm like a shorts person who like <laughs> enjoys good weather. But yeah. I can't say that I don't miss, I don't know, an East Coast vibe, falls, winters. I... I really miss Boston, and I know that a lot of people who move from LA for Boston, who I've met in animation, also really miss Boston. And we always joke about like, what if we just made a Boston animation <laughs> studio? I mean, like one actual one. Maybe, maybe you should. Yeah. There's there's a couple, but they do mostly like kind of either like TV or not TV, but like uh, advertising stuff. And you know, like what if there was an actual TV? I mean, studio? now now it's probably more achievable than ever. Yeah. Specifically, uh, what about Boston do you miss the most? Oh, it's like the ar- the architecture, like walkability <laughs> yeah yeah sure i miss walkability man yeah like i didn't i that's i got around everywhere with a bike and the walking and there's like a nice chill in the air that never really comes here i feel like <laughs> never maybe in like deep winter but yeah 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 there's something to uh a city that i've never i mean i'm from the suburbs but like yeah there's something magical to being in a city where you can just like walk or yeah or bike anywhere and like yeah la is just not that at all not that not at all not even a little bit not even a smidge <laughs> do you drive louis i have a driver's license i do not really drive <laughs> we're the same <laughs> I don't know yeah. how you two survive in this hellhole of a city. Like, <laughs> well, my partner drives, so. That's why I'm okay. in downtown. That's because I'm like. Well, that's fair too. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted public transport. It's not the best, but it, but it, it, it works-ish. It does work-ish. I used to take it a lot to go to Cartoon Network because I used to live in Hollywood, so I would take it up to Burbank nice. or to North Hollywood. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And V, your partner drives too, right? He does, which is yeah. pretty so, great. <laughs> It would be hard for me without it at all. Like, right? Like, yeah, you're both you're both cheating. You both have. <laughs> I mean, we're cheating a little bit. Yes, you're not wrong. You have <laughs> you have a car. You have a way. To yes. <laughs> no, but we don't drive though. Honestly, like, if I were to drive, like, I don't trust myself enough to drive in LA. Like, I would rather want to learn because I learned in Pasadena, which is it's you can drive in Pasadena, but in LA, I don't know. It's just so scary. No, it sucks. I I don't. 
recommend it. Like I'd rather not. And most of the time my partner drives too, but <laughs> so I'm also cheating. I fully, so, well, hang on. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. judging, but I am all, yeah, I am also cheating. Um, cause I don't like, I, I don't like driving. I did a lot of driving in San Francisco. Like that I was mm. more of the, um, I think the resident driver when we were living up there, because, uh, there's something about San Francisco that makes a little bit more sense to me. And yeah, a, it's more of a grid and I don't know, there's something like my brain just understands that a little better. Um, <laughs> whereas LA, it's just a mess. And like, I don't know, I hate it. Yeah. I don't like highway driving. I think that's the difference. I don't like highway driving and San Francisco does not really require much. Like it's mostly just streets and like, you know, yeah, tight corners. Were you, were you driving in uh, San Francisco when you lived there, Louis? Uh, no, I I didn't even have my driver's license when I lived in San Francisco. Mm. I got it when it's here. Oh, nice. I, I really like San Francisco living there too. That's great. Yeah, yeah as, nice. as far as yeah, like we were saying, the walkability and just like walkability. Yeah. It's I mean now it's it's extremely uh, expensive and kind of hard to just yeah exist. Yeah. But yeah, it was really nice while I was there. Like I enjoyed it. And then I couldn't find work. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> That's I mean, that's what happened to me too, I guess, is like I was just living there and I was like, Well, I should probably go to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for uh art and animation there's kind of only really one place to be, unfortunately. Yeah. I would like that to change. I think that would be nice to God, change. I really hope it changes, but we'll see. We'll see how this. We'll see, we'll see how see. next year goes, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of like, there's a like a gas a little bit in That's Portland, true. which yeah, is but it's just one studio though. It's just I one guess. studio. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I would want to work there. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't know why me getting quieter would keep them from hearing. It. <laughs> <laughs> they they could still hear it if they want to. They could hear it. What other questions? Did what I other ask? questions? Back to the random questions. These are good questions. Your favorite kind yeah. of pizza. <laughs> I I love them. We Wait, should what? steal all of those for the next. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what is what was the question? Oh, what's your favorite kind of pizza? Oh, favorite kind of pizza. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Hawaiian just yeah. to be controversial. <laughs> my man. But also, I do like Hawaiian pizza. Hawaiian's great. Yes, thank you. Honestly, that was like my favorite when I wasn't vegetarian. Now, oh, without yeah. the ham, it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Really, you need a, uh, you need some protein on that, but um. Yeah, Hawaiian is good. That's what that's what I always get. I love Hawaiian. Can you believe that? This wasn't even a hot take for this podcast. That's true. <laughs> Amazing. I don't think it's that hot of a take. I know a lot of people that like Hawaiian. I think that Yeah, same, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I think people just like to talk shit and whatever. <laughs> that's that's why I don't that's why I don't like Twitter, because everyone just gets mad <laughs> at pizza. I mean, honestly, food is the safest thing to get into controversy about. Absolutely. It's, it's like, that's why it's yeah, kind true. of funny. It's like, you could just have like a stupid hot take on food and it's like, it's not the end of the world. Some people take <laughs> it so seriously though. Like there's people who will get so upset about like deep dish versus like New York style and shit. And it's like, dude, it's pizza. Like it's, it's pizza. <laughs> it's chill. Like who cares? Just put it in my mouth. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, art questions, art questions. So any art music styles you want to explore that are really different from your current style? I guess we kind of touched on yeah, that a little bit. I mentioned metal and I do actually want to do that. So. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah okay. I can't wait for, I can't wait for to see that. And then also cause you've done like those like horror pixel, like- That's true, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That would be such a good mashup. Oh my gosh. People people were like, see that coming back to like the, what people expect, I, I I like post, posted that I got some people being like, well, it kind of edgy, Lou. And I'm like, come on. Really? Don't, don't bust my balls. Really? Like, <laughs> I'm just having fun here. <laughs> oh my gosh. At some point, I, 
at some point, I remember actually asking you if you wanted to uh, to be in my band. But I mean, you're you're busy, and that's fine. I, but it's just yeah, I I just couldn't like commit to that. No, time. that's but, fine. I mean, we could we could we should do remote stuff now. That'd be fun. But like yeah. having no car at that time and. <laughs> You know, like I couldn't go around very good. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I just remembered that. I was like, yeah, shit, that's right. Yeah. There was a moment. I mean, it was fun to jam. I like had a good time doing that. It was that. fun to jam. Yeah. That was early days of Cubom. That was like when we were first figuring out. Yeah. Kind of what we wanted. I mean, that was like, what, like four years ago, five years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. 2016, I think. Yeah. Um, What would be your dream existing IP to reinvent? Oh, that's a good, that's interesting. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think about a second. I know mine. You know, I think it would be fun to do like a really stylized and bright vibe Watership Down. Wow. Do the rabbit story. Yeah. But like, not like, because there was a CG one that came out a couple years ago that was eh. Oh, God. And then there was the like British one from like the 70s that was like scary, but like too scary. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that would be cool to like take and make into a, like a mini series that's like super like stylized designed and like in the fairy tale kind of fable style that it should be in yeah no, that sounds great that movie's yeah, a bummer <laughs> i want to see the movie is a bummer but the book is great the book is not a bummer so i want to see your take on it yeah that'd be interesting i'm so curious now because i i actually saw watership down on like a reading list like kind of like books you should read before you die kind of thing and i was like ah there's no way i'm gonna read that that's such a bummer story and then now that you say that i'm like okay i'm sold i'll 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 give it a try <laughs> it's really good. I mean, like, yes, there are parts. It's it is a bit. Some some parts are a bit of a bummer, but overall, it's like one of my big inspirations for a story. I guess. So. Great. That's that's interesting. I want to know what uh, V. What's yours? Uh, IP. Yeah. Dude, I I mean, for me, it's I I guess it's kind of hard to say because I'm interested in any kind of IPs. There was a moment I even got jazzed about Beverly Hills Chihuahua because it's so <laughs> campy. <laughs> And the camp, like, I, I react strongly to camp because I think it's really fun for me. Like, camp yes. is like theater and musicals, and you can go really crazy and insane, and it's spectacular, and it's fun. And I think, I like, Beverly Hills Chihuahua could be really fun in that regard. <laughs> Uh, but when I say that, people are just like, no, you're crazy. And I'm like, oh, but I mean, I mean, it was my running joke for a while. But if if it were to happen, I would do it. But I'm also like, I really also love toys like Rainbow Bright. Like Rainbow Bright was like, as a kid, I was really obsessed with how it looked. Because like the designs were so, uh, the old designs of Rainbow Bright, right? They have these yes, like. yeah, yeah uh very wide apart like eyes but like very soft like doll features i don't know i it's an aesthetic that wasn't i mean it was pretty 80s but it was very different from like for example fender cats uh, like the 80s version that was like being aired you know mm. but then mm. it's like like those are just i mean also there's just so many ips that are that exist that are just like the visuals are really intense and fun but then there's not really a whole lot of story so there's like a lot That's of true, room yeah. for you as a writer to just kind of like put your put like a couple like uh interesting ideas in there i guess no i like that that's cool yeah there's and i think i mean that's kind of this is the time to do it i feel like maybe, maybe you should be uh, maybe you should be heading up Netflix. uh i mean you know like i I'm not, i don't want to talk about myself too long but yeah i don't know i'm gonna start working on netflix and maybe i can get to pitch there or something i don't know oh yeah um we'll see sounds great we'll see how that works cool. but yeah ip okay wait ip and i love that has never been handled good is cats oh the musical oh. i mean the musical the original one is is good but the movie was so bad but so good i love it but i hate it but i love it i think cats is so 
crazy. It's like so interesting. Like there is so much to do with it because nothing really happens in this musical. Nothing happens. Yeah. It doesn't really have a. It doesn't have a story so no. much. But... So you can write the story. You know, like there's. It's true. <laughs> I mean, the characters are fun too. I don't know. Like the movie felt like a fever dream, but it was just. Yeah, the movie was a fever dream, but <laughs> it, it, it is a fever dream in its musical form, too. I think it's just that way it is, but I like that about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely a love it or hate it thing. It is, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I feel like when, when you kind of get into the lore of it, when you spend time actually, like, reading about it and, like, kind of, like, thinking, like, how did this thing ever get to even exist? Then you start kind of getting drawn to it. I don't know. There's, like, this weird, like, mystery. Yeah, that's, that's totally true. <laughs> Because I, well, you said you love, you said you love camp. So I mean, that, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's when I saw Cats the first time, I like could not, like it was like days before I could think of literally anything else <laughs> because it was so whack. <laughs> awesome. Uh, what inspired your ghost short series? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of touched on it with the new grounds. Yeah, that's true. Know. I guess I just like to draw a cute ghost, but really, it's like, oh, I guess what inspired them was having an instrument found in like a website like a software instrument that sounded like a whistle and i'm like that could be a good ghost books that's all all it takes that's all it takes yeah that's awesome they're also easy to draw (laughs) that's true whatever's easy to draw is is the project i do like what's easy to draw is the thing i like that a lot too i feel like when you want to do like boards or stories you want to have things that are easy to draw because that's just how you get to have more fun with it Totally. Yeah. Do you ever want to make or work on a video game or something similar? Yeah, I would. I would definitely like to work on a video game. I think maybe after animation, this job ends. I'll take a break and then might try to look for something in that because that'd be fun. You kind of have. I guess a little bit. Yeah. Some stuff. But um, I think it'd be fun to like be whole on from the beginning of a art, like a indie project and like I know that it's like working in games is kind of a pain, like from what I know about it, yeah. but. I think it's still be a nice change up just from I think at this point you could just do like you could just make a game and fund it. Like I think you have the following to straight up just like secure funding and a publisher and just like do whatever you want. <laughs> that may be true, but that's that's a lot of pressure for me right now. I think I wonder if I could work on like a like a like someone else's thing first, just to learn about games first and then like maybe do that. Oh that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't want to have to deliver on very high expectations, which that would be absolutely the case. Oh, if you had a Kickstarter, you mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That makes sense. So that would be like too much for me to deal with. Like what kind of? Especially since I don't know how to make games. <laughs> what yeah, kind of a uh, like studio or game would you work on if you were to like land a job in games? Like kind of like would you go more like in an indie kind of? Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that an indie sort of just some kind of like well designed. RPG or platformer would be fun to just do assets for or something, you know? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. I'm not really thinking about too much at the beginning, but I do eventually would like to make my own, like, would like to make my own thing, but I would like to also have a base understanding, at least, of the general process behind making a game before throwing myself whole into it. Like, if I made a Kickstarter right now, it might get funded, but also I would have to learn everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Boop, 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 boop. Well, what would be your dream col- uh, collab? Collab, collab, I don't know how to pronounce this. Collab? Collab. Hmm. No, it's a good question. I guess that could be anything, like music and or art. And yeah. Like, yeah. No, I've kind of, like, fallen off having people of, like, idolizing, I guess, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I think it'd be fun to collab with, um, like, 
do a music. Oh, you know what? I just thought of it. I would like to do to produce a track for Carly Rae Jepsen. That's what I want. Oh man, yeah. Oh, that would be so fun. That's a dream. That would be a dream. Oh yeah. Still got that. I believe it. I think it'll happen. <laughs> that would be absolutely buck wild. But I believe in you. Well, you put it out in the universe too. Yeah, you put it out. <laughs> and she listens to this uh, podcast, so I think she. I think you. Oh wow! Wow, got some big fans here. Yeah. Nice. What up, Carly? Oh, Shout out. Hey, Carly. Shout outs to Carly. Just listen right now. I'm listening. On her way to the studio. She was like, "Oh man, I love hot chocolate too. I'm gonna hit up Louie." <laughs> Make a hot chocolate jam. I mean, that would be really good, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell her that. Like, it is a, it is a joke, but I would like to do that. that. Sounds great. Yeah, and then and then she could be in cats, and then she could be in cats. I guess she could be in cats. <laughs> Taylor Swift was in cats, so I guess yeah, exactly. Be in cats. Yeah, they missed out. I think that's the main reason why the movie didn't do good is because she wasn't in <laughs> Taylor, there. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's probably the reason. Oh, because Carly wasn't. Oh in yeah, there, no, it's not because of Taylor. It's because Carly wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh my gosh, so fun. And uh, I guess the last one is uh, wait, what kind of? Uh... Oh wait, and then you have to do the Waluigi impression also. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save the best for last. Um, yeah, the last question was what kind of genres or aesthetics do you like? Yeah, I guess I touched on it earlier of like just like sincerity like charm like right like it's it's a not necessarily about the actual like style itself more it is about the intent behind it or like what it conveys right but i mean to be fair i do myself like a like a like a flat stylized sort of thing you know Mm. like you probably see from the drawings that i've been doing i don't really draw like super like draftman like you know like I'd like a flat, weird thing, and um, I like that in media. It's, yeah. it's funny, though, because you do draw, like, I feel like your drawings have a lot of volume. Like, the vo- like sure, you could argue that there's some, like, simpler volumes, but it's very, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel flat to me. Well, there's structure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, aesthetically, like, I could go for anything, but, yeah. I mean, recently, I guess I've been very into this, like, early 2000s, late 90s, like, internet <laughs> <laughs> sure that's a been a, it's a kind vibe. of been a thing i feel like that's like i don't know maybe it's just because everyone i grew up with that is in their 30s now and i think that's true yeah I, I do think that's what it is but reminiscing me going onto internet archive to find like weird shitty games to play on stream yes oh dude I, i'm really bummed about flash going away at the end of uh this year because yeah it's gonna take a huge just chunk out of the internet that's true i hope people are preserving it because there's definitely... they are there yeah there's there's work there's efforts to preserve a lot of it but it's only, there's only so much you can do and that's true that it's classic stuff yeah it's stuff that should be around forever i really hate, i really hate mostly i hate apple for um because they were the ones who yeah kind of started pushing away from it flash is a bad format i'll say this it's bad <laughs> yeah it is bad but good stuff was made in it is the thing I good guess. stuff was made in yeah. it adobe is also we're awful. never gonna get sponsored by adobe now oh they, i don't want their sponsorship i don't want their <laughs> Yeah, we don't. I don't want their money. <laughs> Adobe is the worst. They could have. They could have. Uh, I read an article about it they, years ago. They could have uh, tr- made efforts to like bring Flash into the modern age, and they just like never they just didn't. Just didn't. And now it's dying, and they don't give a shit, and they're just gonna keep making worse versions of anime. So whatever. I hate Adobe. Anyway, what's the? <laughs> yeah, I, I also do not like Adobe. <laughs> you know, if Toon Boom, if Toon Boom made. Uh, iPad version of Storyboard Pro. Oh yeah. They would. Uh, this is unrelated, but <laughs> if Toon Boom made iPad Storyboard Pro with like almost the same like, fucking, I would never sit on my desk to board again. Yeah, I, I really, I gotta find new software because I think like I have gotten used to Flash, but I, uh, 
it's like I've gotten used to that workflow, but I hear good things about Clip Studio Paint and uh, I've heard good things too. I might check it out. Yeah, and um, what's the other one? There's a there's a cool plugin that somebody showed me. Oh, I don't remember the name, but there's a cool plugin for Photoshop that kind of imitates the uh, pipeline of animation and flash and, and harmony. Oh, really? And so you can do bitmap animation uh, with like better tools inside of Photoshop, which is really cool. Huh. I didn't. Yeah, I have to look into that. And it's it's cheap. Yeah. Let me get the name real quick before the end of this podcast. Uh, I think all we have left is your Waluigi impression. That is true. Oh, God. <laughs> that was it. We got it. Waluigi. I fucking, I can't do it. Okay. Waluigi is going to win. I don't know. What does he say? That's pretty good. What the fuck does he say? I'm going to win. I'm going to win. That's it. Yeah. And he's got clown shoes and he's and he's only there to party and sport. Oh, great. Pretty good. When is Waluigi going to be in Smash? That's what I want to know. When's Waluigi going to have his own like his own, Skyrim yeah. ass yes, adventure? Skyrim. I want to see that. That would be amazing. I want to see Waluigi go on an adventure. Oh. I hope they're developing it. I hope they're like putting all their resources, all the money they got from Animal Crossing, into making the biggest open world Waluigi game. That would be insane. That would be so great. Like that would like that would be such like high meme potential. It would break the it internet. Would. Yeah. But it's also a good game. It's it's like it should also if it's a good game, it'll last forever in our in our hearts. Uh, and minds. Yes, it will. <laughs> the the plugin is called Time Lord. If anyone. Time Lord. Time Lord. It. Yeah. It's uh it seems pretty cool. I haven't tried it, but um it it seems cool. I just don't really Sweet. do it's I mean, only forty five dollars, so it's not bad. Okay, that's not bad. But uh yeah. Yeah, uh that was great. That was a good impression of Waluigi. I think that's a good way to finish this out. I'm not an impressions person. <laughs> no, that's that's what you do now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's what you think you have to learn. Like you have to know how to do every single thing that oh, there man. is to be. <laughs> done on this planet before the end of this podcast before the end of this podcast <laughs> you have five minutes well uh i think that's i think that's it right yeah i think so i mean unless there's like anything that you want to plug in louis uh, anything that you want to talk about or yeah give a shout out to um i don't know not really i mean like it's cool to, like catch up and, and talk with some fun people thank you <laughs> that's all i guess i have to say thanks for coming on the show yeah, thank you so yeah, much. That was so fun. I'm so glad that we got to hear your story because it's one of my favorite stories about how to break an, an animation and um, all of your influences and all the fun stuff that you do and how you think about work. That was so great. Thanks. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining and doodling with us. Yes. And I guess, is this the moment when we ask our audience to hit that subscribe button? Hit that subscribe! <laughs> hit that like! Hit the bell. Wait, I have a guitar next. I have a guitar oh, next to me. Oh, woo! Hit that subscribe. All right, we're gonna sample. Oh, oh my gosh, this is gonna be in every oh, single episode now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we stole Thanks, your voice Louis. and guitar. That's it. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Sweet. See you.